the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. It is us. We are back. I am Jasmine, and this is Zach. (laughs) That rhymed. I felt like Dr. Seuss. Wow, I'm so cool for that. I didn't even think about that. I said, I said, it's me. We're back. I am Jasmine. And then you're like, I am Zach. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's beautiful. We should just do that every time. Mm. But uh, uh, Anyway, this is the uh, Spitting Nonsense Podcast, but today we have a special weekend episode, and that would be the Spitting Spoil... Oh, uh, is, is it a trash talk? Look, I don't... It's like a, it's a Spitting Trash. It's kind of... Because it's a brand new movie at the same time. It is a brand new movie. But, but we're going to we're gonna call this a trash talk because we both hate it, this movie. I like, have not... I have, also, we have not done one of these in a while. Yeah, we haven't done one, one of these in a while. Look and look here. Here's here's the reasoning why these don't these don't come out. One, the movies that we watch for trash talk can be tiring. They to are watch. tiring. They're mentally taxing for us to do. So we can only do one every every now and then. Like when we drank like half a bottle of vodka <laughs> <laughs> and I, decide I, I, I had to down a uh, handle of a whole whiskey. handle. Yeah, like, like the guy from Glory. We don't day. drink like that. Like, d- side note, we do not drink <laughs> no, like that. We, don't. we do absolutely not. not. Yeah, that but is, uh, that is, that is death. Do not do that. Like, uh, we side note. But besides the point, he drank an entire fucking handle of whiskey, dude. Like, and he he fucking downed that shit. And we watched Halloween Ends. No, I'm kidding. We watched Zoom. No, I'm kidding. But we watched. I'm not. We watched actually a fair bit of bad. <laughs> we watched uh, Paddington, but that wasn't a bad movie. That, that was a sad. scary that was movie. Disturbing. That was a very scary movie. I, I, that is one of the most horrific films that I've ever seen in my life. And we have a second one to watch. The Goblin Eating. Uh, I, I pointed it out, and you, you didn't even notice. I it didn't even notice it because I was trying to figure something else out on my phone, and they it was feral. No, I wasn't on my phone. I was in the kitchen cutting strawberries. That's what it was. It was, it was two o'clock in the morning, and I was cutting strawberries. I was like, I'm fucking hungry, man. Like. I don't want to just pig out, so I cut us up strawberries. <laughs> yeah, no, it was feral. So uh, we'll talk about Paddington at some point in the future. I have no idea if we will. But we're talking Halloween ends, trash talk, if you don't know. Halloween. If this is the first time kind of listening into what trash talk is, it's a sub subpod that we do. Subpod. Like all the ones that we do. And this yeah. one, essentially, we, we I have not done an intro for this in a while. Yeah, I know, so, right? So we rate everything on uh, a scale of 1 to 10 dumpster fires, okay? 10 being the worst. 10 being the worst, mean. yes. And uh, we've, done a, we've done a couple of these, if you haven't listened to it in the past. This is just another introduction. And since it's Halloween... Yes, we wanted to do a Halloween episode, so we wanted to make this nice and fun, and you guys are going to hear us talk absolute fucking shit. Unadulterated, unfiltered fucking shit about this movie, man. It's sad. No, it's very sad. This is supposed to be the end of the Halloween series. I feel like they did relatively well with the last movie, though. Like, it's just... I don't know, man. I'm sorry for interrupting. They, I just... were, no, they set it up to be the last movie at the end of the film. They, I mean, they technically did. No, I was and talking about Hallow- go... Halloween Kills. I, I was saying oh. they, that that movie was relatively fun to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I had a great time when I watched that movie. This one felt... <laughs> it felt dragging. It felt Dude, boring this one, No, times. this wasn't it... even dragging. It was out of left field. I do not understand the, the opening. The opening. The opening is bull... Is, is bull- anyways... Like it is, it is, it is something that should like Michael Myers was in this film like twenty five percent. 
Yeah, it wasn't even him the entire time. I was just uh -huh. like, wow, man. And I, I cannot and, and fucking believe this. To be this. honest, I watched this after going to an escape room late at night, so it was late. I didn't want... I did. I fell asleep during, he, like, he was nodding off like a like heroin like, addict, bro. <laughs> but I, I still was able to comprehend what was going on, and I think I got bored of watching it because Michael Myers wasn't even in it for the majority. And we'll get into reasons why he wasn't in it. And a lot of people don't like this film. It's very divisive. Like right now, five out of ten on IMDb, forty-one percent Rotten Tomatoes critics. What does the audience give it? I think it's at like a 50, 57. So fifty. It says fifty-eight. Well, no, that's that's Google. I'm talking oh, about I'm Rotten sorry. Tomatoes audience critics. Uh, audience reviews. Yeah, only fifty-eight. You know what? I'm gonna down this one too. Oh, like, I downed it. Yeah, uh, like it's it. not good. So, like, essentially, uh, overall, it's four years after her last encounter. So, this is four years after Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Lori Strode is living with her granddaughter and trying to finish her memoir. Uh, and Myers has been gone since. Like, so they're all like, oh, thank God he's gone. But this bitch is like, he's never gone. Like, he's you know, gone. like Jamie Lee Curtis's character is just like fucked up by this point, you know, because this is the, if you guys have not seen it, like this is the third PTSD movie. PTSD well, PTSD I'm saying PTSD. this is the third movie in the series. So like, if you guys have not seen the other two, please go watch those. Otherwise you might not understand this, but if you've seen all the Halloweens, you're going to get a general understanding of that this movie has nothing to but do with like, the With. other the other two like they also like threw in stuff that also made her character more even more sad is the best way i'll put it like the which one had her daughter die in it the last one remember La the last one halloween kills yeah. yeah her daughter fucking dies by michael myers hand so that's like okay well that's just depressing and now she has to deal with her granddaughter which by the way her granddaughter in this film is is not cool definitely not cool she's yeah yeah like no one really has like good understanding of what to do in this situation which is michael myers is back and he's ready to kill and for some reason he has sp spirit spirit powers um yeah which we'll yeah like that. that that like this is just beyond me how they wanted to end an entire series like this that like gave me more questions than answers okay. they want it seemed like they wanted to continue making more of these but with a different person and I don't know how that would work since they killed him off, like in the film. Which is, by the way, Corey Cunningham is the guy that is focused on them in this film. For some reason, they decided to throw they, in this well, character. Well, they introduced that, the character in the final movie in the series and then killed the character. It's yeah. like, why? Do, why should I even care about this person? You know what I mean? Like, if anything, I would have preferred to just see the granddaughter. You know what I mean? Like, and mm -hmm. like her struggle maybe against uh, Michael Myers. Michael Myers, yeah. Like, just something like tangible. This, you know, like felt, him well, coming back specifically for like Laurie Strode's character. You know, they brought the, they essentially brought Michael Myers back to make sure that Corey could become like the next Michael Myers, quote unquote. But then he dies by his hand, like the Laurie's hands. And stuff like that mm -hmm. but like, at the same time they also like played it off as oh they're tag teaming now and working together to be two michael myers is destroying like a town and stuff like that it was weird and we'll get into this character Corey, which is just thrown in here because it's the first person that we meet when we start up this film and, yeah yeah and, like it's literally yeah. the first person that you meet like and you're you're like who is this person because at the beginning of the movie i was like am i did i click on the right movie like that <laughs> i literally opening, i literally asked that the title card was so cheesy dude i so, said i said that too and i was just like the rolling 3d pumpkin really guys like we're really just like, gonna go it, with that at this point like nothing like, it's, it's homing back to the original in some way but like at this point you don't really need it because people understand this series it's yeah. not you don't need the, the home the mega homage back to that that those after effects that they use that were not needed <laughs> so here's it the, here's how it starts and i'll just we're gonna go through the plot on wiki because it's the only one we got and, yeah and it's, yeah it's so work. um just to just to start off it was directed uh by david gordon green um and it was written by one of the credits is actually danny mcbride and he's oh, been involved no. with all of the rest of the movies if i'm not mistaken i hope he's not like the main person no no there's like... he's like the third line of four 
But okay, David uh, Gordon Green has does he? Oh, he is the one that worked on as a director on yeah, the well, he the directed as a whole. He directed this movie, yeah. Like mm-hmm. he, uh, but uh, it was produced by uh, Jason Blum, which is funny, uh, as one of the one of the producers. But um, Jamie Lee He's Curtis on everything. You don't need to tell me that, right? Jason Blum is literally attached to every. He's like, modern horror he's like, movie oh now. yeah, like, uh, is this a horror movie? Uh, can I get in on it? Blumhouse Productions is literally everywhere. You you cannot like get rid of them when they're attached to a horror film, right? But uh, of course, the movie is starring Jamie Lee Curtis, and then you got uh, Andy Matichak, who uh, uh, plays the granddaughter. Uh, Rohan Campbell is Corey. which I feel like I had seen this guy before somewhere you know what I mean and you know who he reminds me of like if you're hovering over like his image on fucking uh, wiki he looks like Doc Ock but like really young I see what you mean like he really I'm does I'm seeing what movies he's been in, which none of them I... I know, exactly. He did the remake of The Hardy Boys. Like, I'd never seen that remake. Uh, And this is, like, his only other big credit. He was on the Snowpiercer show, which wasn't that good. iZombie, I only watched, like, a tiny, tiny bit of it. He was on Supernatural at one point. I'm sure he was. As the Pac-Mate. I don't know what that is. And he was on Once Upon a Time, which my mom was really into. Anyways, um... Let's get into the story. Yeah, let's get let's about, get cracking. This is all him. about him. This is literally all about him. So on the, the budget was of, thirty three million, by the way, and they released it in the theater for a limited time, and it made eighty three. So it's the they still film. They People still made. Go they it. still made their fucking profit back two times over. So, so um, on the night Halloween night in twenty nineteen, which was when the last movie took place. Right, um, why wouldn't you include this in... It, this was, like, tagged on for this. I know. It could have been included. It, it's like they But how are you supposed to know? You know what I mean? Like, how are you supposed to know that this was in 2019? Because it didn't say it. It didn't. It didn't. It came, the, this movie also came... At, like, this idea of this character probably came out after Halloween Kills came out. Guarantee it. So... In 2019, 21-year-old Corey Cunningham is babysitting a young boy named Jeremy, which Jeremy's an ass, but <clears throat> didn't deserve what happened to him, who pulls a prank on Corey by locking him inside his attic. Um, just as, and they were like... Right, right, like, but you have to be more specific about that. Like, you, he didn't just pull a prank. Like, no, no, Corey, Corey, prank Corey was clearly afraid. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, please let me out of the attic. Like, the dude was, like, claustrophobic. It would, It's a fear reaction. You know what I mean? Like around the time that michael myers just like got like disappeared or killed or something and they were talking about it on the news yeah and and that freaked him out so he was freaking out in this attic and his parent jeremy's parents were not home until like just as they got home though yeah just as they got home he's screaming upstairs and he's just like hey hey and they hear him you know and then they walk to their landing at the base of their uh, three-story mansion apparently you know what i mean like uh because like that was a serious fall but um just like Corey kicked kicked the door door open and the kid was standing right behind the door and he flew over the railing and turned into a pretzel Dude, his spine, like, he's I don't He's scorpioned, that. and his whole his, body just, his, like, fucking, just, he was crippled. Like, he was, he was, he was, he was crumpled into a piece of bloody pulp. It was bad. The mom freaked the fuck out. The mom saw it all happen. She watched her son die. Yeah, Corey's accused out. of intentionally killing Jeremy, but it's But, like, man. he's cleared of it because it was clearly an accident. Like, there, there's no way he could have known because it was, a, it, the kid shouldn't have been standing behind the door. You know no. what I mean? But, but um, now we're we're moving up three years later, baby, in yep. the town of Haddonfield, Illinois. Oh, oh, you uh, forgot to roll as the scream of the mother happens. That's when the movie cuts in. It just oh, says yeah, that is when the it, movie cuts it in. just says Halloween and then the rolling pumpkins with the credits. And I was like, it's not even Halloween ends or anything. No, like it just that. says Halloween like and it it's just with with the rolling pumpkins. And I was like, it, is, what? it took a splice of it from the original film. I know. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And I. <laughs> I think they used the original audio from John Carpenter's uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Like, yeah. Uh, so it is. Uh, so in Ellen Haddonfield, Illinois, it is reeling after the aftermath of Michael Myers' latest killing spree in 2018. 
so it wasn't it wasn't 2019 that it happened, but they were still like getting over Matt, Michael Myers because he's like been well, this yeah, like it, it was it was just you know a few years later, like a, he's a been year the later, killer for like 30 years, right? He's been the the 40 40 years, 40, but but uh, no. yeah, essentially three Long years later time. at this point. Like which you don't know any of the time le- you don't you don't know that this is three years later because it doesn't say. It like, doesn't, but Michael Myers has vanished after his killing spree in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. He's so gone. that that makes it twenty twenty one at this point. I think um, if if my math is correct, three years after twenty eighteen is twenty twenty one. Which why don't I don't know why they just didn't say in twenty twenty one. You know. know. Look. Yeah, Laurie Strode has decided to write a memoir because that's what happens when you're in traumatic experience and you're old and you're in in your olden years. Jeffrey Dahmer's dead. Yeah, I mean it. Listen, listen. When there's something very interesting that has happened in your life and you don't, you need money in some kind of way. More than likely, you're gonna write a memoir <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, uh, it's just an easy way to make uh, to to make money. It really is. If you have some some interesting story that's attached to you, um, and Lori Strode definitely has an interesting story attached to her. Like, are you kidding her? Kidding me? That's like the most interesting story in Haddonfield is her relation to Michael Myers in some way. Um, yeah, well, it's a horrific relationship because they is. associate her with Michael at this point. They're like, oh, she's if you're around her, she's gonna bring Michael in. I mean, yeah. I mean, her true. neighbor there's... fucking suffered. You know what I mean? Like, which we'll that's get to this true. point here in a minute. Having bought a new house and living with Alice and her granddaughter, who is now a nurse. Meanwhile, Corey is working. He jumps back to Corey, working at a stepfather's salvage yard. On his way home one day, he is taunted by high school bullies and injures himself. So it, it, this is like the first tick. It jumps over Lori Strode and his, mm-hmm. her granddaughter's story entirely and focuses on this new character. And focuses the, on the new character. Like, and we're like, why do we care about this? You know what I mean? Like, like I was like, what is this what is this kid gonna have to do with Michael Myers? So they really set it up to be really it was off putting. It was extremely off putting. You know what I mean? Like it, so they set it up, I'm like, oh, okay, obviously this character is gonna uh be like, you know, the main character at this point mm-hmm. after they did that switch. Which was, you know, like I said, disturbing because like we'll, why we'll, we'll get we'll get to that because it's, it's weird. Uh meanwhile, Corey, blah blah blah, yeah, gets and high school bullies and injures himself in the process. Yeah, they push him and they call him a kid killer and uh yeah. he falls on some glass, cuts his hand, and then he looks up uh for, for like help and Lori Strode is sitting there at the gas. Yeah, pump. she's like, Hey She's like, Get the you fuck away from him, him. <laughs> And then and then and then the kids make fun of her because like Because she she's the yeah, they, they know who she is. Everybody in town knows who she is, you know what I mean? She's the one who brings Michael around. And they and they're all like, Oh, you you two are meant for each other, fucking sickos. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Like weird. Yeah, Kid. yeah. Like I was like, it, oh, by the way, wasn't it marching band kids that were bullying? <laughs> no, no. Like one of them had the jock jacket on. You know yeah, what I mean? They were marching. They were literally marching band kids. I remember that for for. Well, for, one of them was, I think. Like no, definitely. it was all of them. Every single one. I remember hearing hearing them talk about. Him wanting to join marching band or some bullshit, and then like I mean, I've met some mean motherfuckers in marching band, but yeah, that's really funny. In his, <laughs> it was something that I wasn't expecting to see bullies, marching band bullies in a movie. Yeah, but, that's <laughs> hilarious. I don't know how I overlooked that, but um, I digress. Because Martin, there, I think it, the guy with the Letterman jacket got it for marching band. We did have when I was in marching band, there was Letterman jackets. Right, I remember that. And then, oh, and the way that they revealed how Corey's, who Corey's stepfather was to him, you just think it's his boss the whole time, you know what I mean? And then randomly, they just go home, and he he was at the table with his mom, and I was like, why? Like, why didn't you, like, why was this, was this a big reveal for you guys? Like, whoa, it's his stepdad. Holy shit, whoa. Like, no, like, that that wasn't, that wasn't something where I was just like, that needed, that needed a reveal. You know what I mean? No, the thing, the thing that's happening is that he worked for this dude, and then this dude met his mom, and then they started hooking up, and now his boss is his stepdad. That's fucked up. (laughs) It's very fucked up. But, but that's, that, that's not, no, nowhere does it say that. 
Nowhere that it does to say that. But yeah, but that that's the inference scenario. that they were giving. <laughs> because even at home, he's being uh, treated like he's at work. He said, oh no, step son. How did oh, you stop. get trapped? <laughs> okay, anyways, Observing Lori brings this guy to the doctor's office where Allison works. Allison and Corey then, for some reason, develop a fucking relationship. Uh, yeah, well, a- you learn you learn that Lori set this shit up. She was just like, oh, my my son, my my daughter or my granddaughter has like this tragic past, but I'm going to give her somebody who's as equally as fucked up as That's she is. Okay. And that is you not a good that. thing. That's not a good thing. Like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, you know that he's probably unstable right now. You know what I mean? Because like, if you accidentally kill a kid, that's going to haunt you for the rest of your fucking life. And, and within yeah. five years, you know, five to 10 years, you're not going to be okay for a long period of fucking time. Why would you do that? Why would you give some somebody somebody else with like active you're, you're feeding off you're helping them feed off each other's trauma which i don't think is smart no i don't uh, think that that's smart either like because like that's like how you you make people go insane like you don't put two you don't put two crazy people in the same room you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they'll they'll start concoct well like uh like un unwatched but you you know what i mean and crazy you know, crazy you know crazy is a concept i'm i'm just saying crazy uh, uh, for use of a metaphor, because um, well, you know, no, I every, mean, Corey, every, Corey becomes is. technically crazy. Like, well, he we no, can... he he fucking has a personality disorder. Like he he developed a personality disorder where he disassociates from himself okay. due to the trauma of killing that child. Yeah. So Allison and Corey develop a relationship. Later, attend a Halloween party where Corey is confronted by Jerry. Jeremy's mom. This is just crazy Jeremy's like mom that. was just sitting at the bar, and she was just like, "You don't." get to smile here you, you killed my son yeah. like and we were and she like she was like blasted drunk yeah dude it, like you killed my son you don't get to smile i was like wow you yeah and then he, he and then after having an argument with allison which really it's not allison just wanted to know what's going on i guess she didn't know what what or did she i this is where i started dozing off like I, I was in and out so i was seeing things and then i wasn't seeing things i think in my mind it's that she did not know what, what happened to it and that i think bewilders me because like i feel like you would should know what happened to him i feel he, no i she, they live in the same town bro like that so that's like she one knew, of the other she want, but he didn't want to talk about it is what the thing was right and then she and then he started blaming her for some bullshit and then he got angry and then leaves so he leaves the party and yeah which was like red flag number three for me you know what i mean like because he he projected his his own issues onto her and then made her seem like the bad guy and that's just that that's uh what is that manipulation or uh it's not gaslighting is it no no it's not what is the technical term for that there's a there's a term for that i swear to god there is it's not deception I don't know. Invasion. He he flipped the script. That, that that's what I'm gonna say. He flipped the script on her, and yeah. uh uh, it, it wasn't cool, man. And I was just like, that's red flag number three. Like this dude needs to go. Cause as soon as he did that, I wouldn't really fucking talk to him again. I'd be like, you know, like if you can't if you can't develop a way to converse with somebody without you know blowing up and running away, you know, like the, you really. You well, really especially if they're like to- in their late in their mid twenties, because yeah. Well, they don't. They how do you know he's twenty one years old? It says on know. the plot that he's twenty one years old, but how do you know this dude has like such a wide set jaw? I thought he was like you know twenty five, twenty six. So he's twenty two technically in this. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. What was where were we at? Oh yeah, no. He gets away from the party, runs back into his marching band bullies, where they decide to just throw him off a bridge. Because that's totally what happens in marching band, you know. But uh, we're 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 gonna overlook that. I was. We also we didn't we didn't talk about the fact that Lori told him to pop this guy's tires after he pushed him and fell into the glass at the beginning of the movie. So they pop the tires and then like he he pulls up because right. And, and this kid knows that it was him because it was directly him who was fucking with him, but he couldn't just admit that to his dad. You know what I mean? Like I know who did it. He was like, Oh, I'll just get this dude back later myself. 
You know, like he he had malicious intent to begin with. So he was looking for this dude and he knew that he was doing this ahead of time. That guy should have gone to to jail for attempted like murder, honestly. Yeah. Like, but uh, Cory goes and hides in the sewers. It says he's dragged into the sewers, and that's not really no. He was, no, he, he was, was definitely dragged into the sewers because he was knocked the fuck out. Into the sewers, where he wakes up, and then he is confronted by Michael fucking Myers, who like holds him by his throat. Who holds him by his throat, and then like there's this weird flashback thing that he kind of seizes. It like, doesn't count it here. It says he eventually lets him go. That's not what happens. That's not we what happens, bro. Like transfer bullshit. That's there, going on. yeah, like, and like that's I don't know stuff. what the fuck happened. Like there was some sort of ego death. Like and uh, <laughs> like he gave him the bad acid and. Uh, Dude, like my old video game his, like evil spirit into him yeah and, like that's the raven transition like i don't know crazy. what the fuck that scene was because he could have just strangled him you know and then let him go without without that weird shit is that, a, that just adds a way to show that he like connects to Corey like in a psychopath way yeah yeah make... like i think that's what he was like trying to say like with that with that transition that they kind of it did right work. there it doesn't it work really and doesn't. it doesn't come off it just looks like he's like fucking holding this dude and just like kind of getting off on it you know what i mean but then has like this fucking <laughs> flashback you know what i mean because he's breathing all heavy he's going uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he, it's because he's burnt from the last movie remember yeah. he lo- that Lori locked him in the basement and lit him on fire like yeah. and then he wasn't in there. He survived. Yeah, he survived. yeah, he wasn't in there, so he, he dragged, dragged his stuff out. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. On the way out, Corey confronts a homeless man who's like, like, he's like, not the homeless man. I, I, th- I think if I recall, was like he needs. He, no, he was him. like, you need to go back in there because yeah. because he, he said everybody else who's gone in there has never come back out. He's like, you're an evil spirit. You need to go back in there. That's that's the pretty struggle, much what happened. Corey's, and then the struggle, yeah. he pushed him. He killed him. Like stabs this dude and then just leaves leaves this uh, homeless man to die and yeah. this is the beginning of his killings. So it's the beginning of then his killings. Just, so Corey so, and Allison go on a dinner date. No, no, but uh, when before they pushed him off the bridge, like uh, it, it signified his change in the same way that Peter Parker had a change. They smashed his glasses. Okay, all of a sudden, Mans doesn't need glasses anymore, and his hair is done up all different. I don't know if you noticed, like, but like they they made him seem more rough oh, and no, rugged. And if you his different. demeanor had completely changed, it had completely shifted. And it's like a Norman it, Osborn like shift. It was it was well yeah like Norman Osborn shift, but I was gonna go with Bates. Uh, Bates is also a good one. But yeah, it's, like it's a Bates shift. Basically, where the, the the crazy side has come out. So. Yeah. Uh, but this, a, one's, this one's calculating and, and not okay in certain aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just he's just ready for a fight. You know, like he's killed somebody now. Like he has nothing left to lose at this point, uh, in his dude, eyes. You know. It's this is it's like the it's like Dahmer man Dahmer killed accidentally killed that guy uh, Stephen Hicks and and then eight years later he decided to kill somebody again and then it it went on to like spread more this is kind of the same way yeah this kid accidentally killed a child years ago and then accidentally and then decided to accidentally kill this uh, homeless man and then now it spreads it spread it just yeah because they do, he had a knife remember like he had a knife on him and then he pushed him and the knife went into the homeless man so that was an accident you know mm-hmm. like it's but... the same it's the same thing Dahmer had two accidents Stephen Hicks which he kept quiet for like years and then the I just thought it was accident. absolutely nuts that immediately after waking up in the sewers he did not go to the police because I'd be like know, this bro. motherfucker and all three of these people were there and one of those especially that girl who was like stop stop she would definitely roll over on that fucker you know what I mean yeah. like like this could have been an open and closed case and this dude could have been in jail like and we could have we could have avoided everything else anyways you know? moving on to the next scene i just hate it when characters don't act logically and i know that's like a a common character flaw in horror movies you know what i mean but that doesn't mean that we have to play into it like i've seen amazing horror movies where uh i'm like that's exactly what i would do that's exactly what i would do you know what i mean and um yeah, they, 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 this was Speaking an oversight. Speaking of dumb tropes, Corey and Allison go on a dinner date in the next scene. 
Oh yeah, because he comes over and he's standing outside, and Lori sees him in the bushes in the same position, exactly how Michael Myers was standing, and like that would freak me the fuck out too. Like especially like forty years apart, she's just like "Mm -mm, something's changed about this boy. He was creeping in the bushes. You know what I mean? Like what happened to the sweet boy that had happened before that that had been here before? The one that I told to date my daughter, and then then her granddaughter turns out that him and Allison are going on a date, and she tells Allison to be fucking careful, which she should be uh and his demeanor has changed during this date but then allison's ex-boyfriend police officer doug mulaney i think he was in the last uh, last one i cannot remember um was that the guy who was hitting on her at the the... yeah okay yeah Yeah, like so he started hitting on her aggressively at the fucking diner and i'm like this dude's had too many to drink like he really needs to go the fuck away and i agreed with Corey. you know what i mean i'd be like i'd tell him to fuck off too like, especially yeah, if you were on a date, you know what I mean? And then it shows up and harasses them both. And then, yeah, they get, they later on, uh, Corey lures this fucking cop into the sewer. The cop follows um, him into the sewer. He didn't yeah. lure him. He was just no, going where no, he was he going. did. Corey, Corey was being instigating. Oh, no, he, he wasn't. Lured... No, he definitely was instigating because he took his bike because he realized that guy was following him. And, uh, uh, like at that point he was like, oh, I'm not going exactly where I was going to go, which was probably home. You know what I mean? And, uh, fucking took him down into the series where you tried to follow him. And he's like, you done fucked up and went on my domain now, bitch. Yeah. This, is, this belongs Michael to me and Michael out. Myers. Michael comes out of the wall and then just kills Doug. And then Corey watches him kill Doug slowly. And then it's like, it, it's like Corey's learning how to kill from michael myers yeah like he he watched him he's like show me how you do it show me how you do it you could tell he was all chubbed up about it bro he was just like tell me how you do it (laughs) and you're like oh fuck like this dude's liking this man but uh liking this a little too much dude i know he just watches him beat the shit out of him there's fucking blood splatter flying everywhere he's fucking stabbing him a hundred times not a hundred but you know what i mean like, having him over and over again while Corey just watches him and is like, ooh. Yeah, I yeah. Can learn from him. Exactly. Where where are we now? Yeah, so uh Allison has passed over for oh okay. I think I was I'm starting to lose like where I started actually dozing off. So you're gonna have to fill in some stuff. Allison has passed over for a promotion at work. Where where are we? For, oh no, I remember this. So Allison, the, the it, promotion at work. Where are we? What paragraph? I'm sorry. Uh, Corey and Allison on a dinner date. That's okay, 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 okay. And then it's later now, like after Corey's delight. Allison has passed over a promotion at work in favor for a fellow nurse who is having affair with her head doctor, her her boss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the misogynistic fuck. Like he yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, you need to wear this. You need to look like this. Uh, you don't look good today. You need to fix your hair. Like that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was an asshole. Yeah, uh, and and this this other hot nurse was basically having an affair with the doctor and why she got like the promotion and shit like that. So right, that's great. But in 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 and then she goes and tells a Corey the shit, and then Corey then. <laughs> kills the doctor in his home uh but not only and that, the, nurse the nurse is killed is by michael and she is killed by michael i so forgot that's the about this yeah they duo team these these guys um and unknowing but, allison plans to leave yeah well no do- the doctor's killed first by by cory and then when the nurse comes home she sees him dead in the pool like near the pool and then michael kills her i remember that yeah, yeah, like, so he's like, babe, he, he did some more toxic shit. He's like, drop what you're doing right now, or else you don't love me. You're going to come with me, and we're going to leave this town, baby. It's just us two. And just, like, absolutely love bombing the shit out of her, you know what I mean? And uh, she's just like, yeah, like, fuck, fuck these people. Like, I hate these people in this town. We could just leave right now, and it won't matter, you know? And then we can I'll go, go pack s- my things we could go, we'll be gone We could tonight. go somewhere where some nobody knows our name, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. And he was like trying to be romantic, but it was coming off very fucking manic. You know what I mean? It was, like it was insistent. It was, it very, was insistent. very manic. And uh, like so, because of their past trauma, she was just like, "Oh, okay, I yeah, let's just you. let's let's just leave. It's just us, okay." And he's like, because he was like, "I'm having trouble trying to control myself." At some point, you know what I mean? Like he like said that to her, and I was. If- if he if she left with him, I guarantee you he would have like chokeholded her and killed her like on the road. There's no way that he wouldn't be able to. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's point. what I'm saying. At this point, like he's just craving the kill, 
But uh, Lori's becoming increasingly suspicious. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't trust this motherfucker. Like, the look in his eyes fucking changed. Like, Oh, his look seems similar to somebody I know. Right. And then she, after finding him sleeping in the spot that Jeremy had died. Uh, Lori... Yeah, in the house because, like, he, he broke into the fucking house. Yeah, like, I, which, like, whoa, how did you know he was going to be there? You know what I mean? Like, and. It's sixth sense that Michael Myers gave her. Yeah, like, like did Michael Myers did Michael Myers sleep in the same spot he killed somebody else? <laughs> I have no idea. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, so how was this logical? I didn't realize what had happened, and all of a sudden they were back in the house, and he was like laying in the dried blood spot, and I was like, "What the mm. fuck, man?" It's and, it's like a ritual to him. He's like getting offerings from like Michael's spirit or some bullshit. I don't. I don't know. know Michael Myers has become like a god to this dude. Yeah, like he's worshiping him, and Lori offers to help him on the condition that he distances himself from Allison, and he legit looks right decision. at her and said if no if if i can't have her nobody can quote unquote the man said this and i was like that's that's 455 right there on the red flag get your fucking granddaughter and go you know what i mean like this like i would take this gonna go on a stabbing spree for your dog i would take this girl so fast i would call her immediately and be like where are you i'm taking you like you know what i wouldn't even say that i would just show up and be like we have to leave right now we have to leave right now we have to leave right now like straight up like yeah just not a chance for her to say no This next stuff, I don't remember this scene where uh, it says on uh, Halloween, uh, Corey returns to the sewers and successfully fights Michaels for his mask. I don't remember that scene. Yeah, yeah, he returns to the sewers and and fights off Michael for his mask. So, like, he he fucking knocks this dude down. And I'm like, first of all, like, you're just uh, on, like, you thought it he was your friend or he thought you you were his friend and you just beat the shit out of him all of a sudden steal his mask like so he's pissed you know what i mean like after he gets back up later uh but like while this is all happening Lori and allison uh argue as she's like planning to leave because Lori comes back and she's like packing her shit she's like what the it's fuck so stupid. it's so it's... stupid like and then uh then you should trust your grandmother who has been through this shit And then the third time in this movie, the first person was at the grocery store. The second person was Corey. And now the third person blames Lori for Michael's actions. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And why is this logical to them? You know what I mean? Like, it's just what you think she's the killer. Like she defended the fucking town, you know, like even the even the the sheriff guy, you know, the one that she's like falling in love with or whatever or is in love with uh, uh, the one from the grocery store. He knows that she's innocent. Like he treats her like a fucking oh, human yeah, being. Yeah, there's that whole scene where Exactly. Lori it falls doesn't even it doesn't even mention that. You know what I mean? Lori but, falls in love with this dude from the grocery well, store. Well, it's not that it's not the first time that they've seen each other because he's been in literally every single fucking Halloween movie as like the sheriff. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's just uh um like it's been something that's been bubbling up. And she even mentioned it like in her writing. So every now and then you'll get a scene of her writing her memoir and she's like reading it out loud and she was just like uh, she started talking about the flowers and stuff like that. And it was something that they were talking about beforehand in the movie that I remember. And I was just like, so she mentioned a lot about him without saying his name. You know what I mean? In the, in her memoir and they were leaving little clues. So obviously like she was clearly in love with this dude and he like professed his love for her, you know? Uh, and then they started actively dating throughout this movie, but nowhere in this plot line does it mention that. So, um, yeah, there's just all this bullshit and like exposition in this movie that just does not need to exist michael myers like i said is only in here like 25 percent last 20 like last 30 minutes of the film technically yeah Uh, yeah so like now we're getting to the peak of the film where all the action happens uh cory's pissed he's got the mask and he's dressed himself up as michael myers and showed up this is where I woke back up. Yeah. When he started going. Well, yeah, because of the screams. You always wake uh-huh. up for the screams, bro. So yeah. he then goes on a rampage. He murders the bullies after luring them to the Salvation Yard yes. and um, accidentally kills his stepfather. You know, uh, I don't, yes, I don't necessarily right. know if that was an accident at this point. You know what I mean? Like it says accidentally kills him, but I think it was an accident on purpose. But uh, I digress. But uh, he then goes on to kill his mom. As well as a I DJ, that too. yeah, yeah. As well as the DJ at the local radio station who like dissed them. But after he dissed them, 
they uh, turned and they went back to the Strode house, and this, uh, this was this nuts. Whole this whole scenario crazy. was just fucking crazy, dude. Like I, <laughs> it was so sudden too. Like I just couldn't believe it. it. Like so there's this, a lot of the, the, speaking of suddenness. There's a lot of jump cuts in this film. There is a, a lot, lot of, of jump, jump cuts. cuts. Like it's almost as many jump cuts as Marvel advertising videos. Dude, I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you know about Marvel advertising video. I'll talk to you about that after the fact. Uh, sorry, ADD moment. But back at the the Strode house, like Lori walks down the stairs uh, on Halloween night, and then like do 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 like the fucking killer standing there. You know, it's Corey in the mask, and he has the knife, and she's just like, "You still have an opportunity to give up, you bitch." And he was just like, "You wish, Potter." And then fucking Avada cadavered him with a gun to the chest. Yeah, she shoots him down the stairs. She, he goes flying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he goes flying, dude. And then, <laughs> and then Corey's like, I won't let you take take this death from me. And then stabs himself in the neck. To frame Laurie for his frame death. Laurie for his death. And As if she wouldn't have, himself. like, gathered that from her holding a fucking shotgun and him having bullet wounds. As if yeah. that wasn't, like, clear enough. You know, he was just like, you know what? If there was any doubt on, on whether I was here doing this, uh, uh, you know, I'm just going to stab myself in the fucking neck. That's not that's not how he dies. Michael arrives <laughs> out of nowhere. I know. Like, he and, stabs and himself like... in the neck. And then, so, Laurie, like, is standing there when he's dead allison arrives she's like grandma you didn't you're a psycho and michael suddenly arrives and kills Corey. like yeah, just like up and murders him like, yeah dude like, no longer you're no longer michael myers you suck at this i'm taking back my role right exactly so, so a fight ensues and uh laurie manages to pin michael to the table in the yes, kitchen like so, so it moves whole... into the kitchen this is the trailer shot that this they is were the trailer to... shot where she and him are fighting and she almost gets her hand like mangled in the garbage disposal and then stabs him in the hand and then does some acrobatic shit and then stabs him in the other hand facing the other direction dude like that shit was wild i was like what in the fuck man like um uh the entire time like uh didn't she take she took the mask off of uh she took the mask off of him yeah off of Corey on the ground the and and yeah. like so the mask was laying on the counter in the in the in the kitchen and he's like trying to grab for the mask while she's like stabbing his hand to the fucking table i was yeah. like oh my god man so like this so michael myers is now officially pinned to the table trapped. but you want to know what the craziest part of this movie is like just side note the fact that that neighbor lived, that black lady who had that fucking light bulb shoved into her neck. They didn't even talk about her. The light bulb was shoved into her neck and she lived, bro. Like, mm -hmm. that was some terrifier level gore. And, like, she just ended up with a fucking sharp ass light bulb, tube light bulb mm -hmm. in her neck. Like, that was nuts. But uh, Dude, they didn't even talk about it. How like in the in here we didn't we said we'd bring it up, but we didn't. But she like Lori like is blamed entirely by that neighborhood for for everything that has happened. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. Like earlier, I said that the third person to blame her was her own granddaughter. Like because yeah. that first person was the grocery store person, the second one was Corey, and then the third one was Allison. Like, and mm. which was just super fucked up, you know, like everybody has that shit backwards. It's definitely not her. But at the same mm. time, like she should be preparing the town. For she a fucking she egged him. He, she egged him on, I would say. Do you think? She definitely did. A little bit throughout the series. Well, no, no like because whenever the, the it rebooted, because she like got away from him in the first like original movie. And then like yeah. he came back and because he got out 40 years later. He didn't egg her on, or she no, didn't no, egg him I'm on, and he appeared. Over the course of the trilogy, the new one. Oh, yeah, all over the course of the trilogy, yeah, like because he was back and she didn't feel safe anymore, yeah. you know. But at the same time, she had all this training and stuff. Like, she had a right yeah. not to feel safe, and she felt so unsafe. Her own daughter died. So, you know, yeah. uh, I'm just saying. I at one point, like I, I, I'd be like, "Fuck it, you've taken everything else." You know what I mean? Like. So, come come get me and then try to kill him like it makes is, sense for her character but that's the does. only thing in this series that makes sense 
So yeah, but so this is this is where it gets crazy because we're now finally to the point where they're gonna kill Michael Myers. And I'm not saying Lori and Allison no. It's the whole fucking town is killing Michael Myers. Yeah, no. So, so she it, kills him, like she 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 kills Michael Myers, all right? Like and stabs him in the chest and he finally dies. And he dies and like uh the granddaughter standing there like well, no, yes. no 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 it's not it's not it's not Lori that kills him it's allison that kills him yeah well i that know dude. but i'm saying like allison arrives to help subdue and finally kill him so he ends up stabbed in the chest but like they're just standing there like watching bonding as like grandma and granddaughter over this dude who's bleeding out in their kitchen and uh <laughs> and pinned to the table and pinned to the table may i add so Lori and allison these two very you know thin women strap the body to the top of a car with the police uh, with the police with the help of the police like the police help yeah. them tie this body to the top and they're like normally they we wouldn't they're like normally we wouldn't do this normally we wouldn't do this they have a bullhorn they're like this motherfucker is dead uh come out of your house and see his dead body we're gonna throw him in a Fucking meat grinder. Great, come enjoy the carnival. We have cotton candy. (laughs) We have cotton candy and funnel cakes and like the kids. There were kids there. There were kids there, dude. They have to live with this tragic trauma for the rest of their lives of their parents and every adult in the town throwing a fucking body into a stump grinder like a like a tree grinder but we're gonna call it a giant industrial meat grinder because that's what they fucking turned it into is what it is which is those giant machines that you'll see like videos of you'll pump you'll pump trees into them essentially on the side of the road it's like a wood it's like a wood chipper it can crush it can it can crush rocks it can crush literally anything and he did just throw his body in there and it's just they threw his body in there and like uh like a finely blended sausage he disappeared down into the meat grinder mm-hmm. so uh you know and then everybody was just sitting there and they were just like yeah we killed him and i'm like no Lori protected the town once again and you guys have been fucking demonizing the only person who saved you you okay. Didn't try to help her. You kind of just like let her do her. I know. Thing. That's what I'm saying. Like in the even in the first movie, they had the fan club. You know, deputy, Michael Myers fan club. I was I like, know, what? That the... was... Like the that. Deputies didn't even try to help her. Like they kind of did, but they really didn't. They didn't. Um, you know what I mean? Like and like the, it was just absolutely nuts the way that they tried to pull this off. And I'm not really pleased with it, man. Like, yeah, uh, so Allison and Lori reconcile after this whole event. Allison actually leaves Haddonfield. I would almost Lori... rather watch Jason X. <laughs> no, Jason in space. <laughs> uh, I'm, no, Jason X. Jason X. Like, uh, well, we're going to stick with that one. Like, um, I don't want to watch Jason finishes in space. Her it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but like Jason X, like definitely. And like... rediscovers her romance with Deputy Hawkins, and that's the end of the film. And that that concludes the whole Michael Myers story. It leaves a lot of open ended shit that didn't need to be open ended. They could have left. They could have fill, filled it and gave us a satisfying ending. Except they really didn't. They kind of like were like, okay, what can we do to just like create an ending, one where he dies, and that's what they did. They turned it into a cult ending where the whole town comes together and has like a like like a a uh public hanging is what they did yeah yeah. there wasn't a it wasn't hanging it was it was shredding a body in front of children literally though like shredding a body in front of children yeah so i I just couldn't believe it man like what a a way to try to send up try to send off an entire like legendary fucking series you know what i mean that has a cult following uh, until they reboot it until and they like three it five ten years shit right down its gullet and it won't even be laurie it won't be jamie lee curtis anymore it'll be a different person playing uh not laurie strode probably like a different person but michael myers is still attached to them in some form of way anyways this one was like bad i, yeah. I don't know where I, personally to me it sits at a seven out of ten I was gonna give it like a seven point five, like honestly. Yeah, it's like, pretty high up there. Because yeah, of, like the the jump cuts around the uselessness of the characters. It had good also, gore at the very minimum. You did, know what I mean? Like that's all that it really had going for it, and I think that was Danny McBride, honestly, because he's a gore yeah. writer. You know what I mean? Like he likes that shit. 
Yeah, and... so the Corey's character was so like through all the through all the reviews that I read about it, everybody agrees Corey did not need to be a character added in. There was no need for him at all. I don't know why he was added. It... Yeah. If you were gonna keep him on as like the extension to the Michael Myers story, like the next version of him. Sure, that could work, I guess, but you didn't. You had him die at the end of the film. And it was it was kind of useless. Kinda. So, it was very useless. It was useless. Like, I I don't know. I didn't get very good and what a sad it wasn't satisfying yeah i didn't get a good satisfying ending and the whole the whole movie wasn't even about michael myers or anything it really like trying to like took him out of the spotlight which the whole series is kind of about him so Mm -hmm. Mm, it's it's not (laughs) they should have just ended it with how if you really want the series to end end it with halloween kills i wouldn't end it with this one yeah honestly like yeah that way the series still is open-ended and then you know what that's what they're gonna do just like they did with the original halloween for this new trilogy that's what they should do with game of thrones they're gonna retcon all (laughs) all, they're gonna retcon halloween retcon everything after season five thank you yeah I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that's that's a different story for another time. But anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you want to go watch this, you can. You can. Just... If you're a gore fan, you'll probably get some sort of enjoyment out of it. I'm not saying it's the worst thing that I've ever watched, but it's not that great. It's not great. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not a good like if you're talking about revivals of modern uh of classic horror uh, slasher villains and stuff like that, this is not a good example. At least for this film. This film in the trilogy is the worst. So, yeah. Anyways. anyways, Until next time, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. See ya. It seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.